Previously, on 20-Sided Spies. Dressed to the nines, our agents Jenny, Belle, and Hawari infiltrate the ritzy riverboat casino, the Gilded Seahorse, on the hunt for a clandestine meeting between Ironstone-carrying courier Gyat and the Kraken Society representative, Lord Orville, the team gambles their way into a secret high-stakes game in the lowest deck of the ship. Putting some of their most prized and sensitive possessions on the line, the team bet it all on a game of chance, with the Ironstone itself waiting for the winner in the pot. Ante up, bitch. We're back at it. Mm-hmm. You guys are in the lower deck of Riverboat Casino Gambling Ship, the Gilded Seahorse, run by the enigmatic Lord Orville, a noble of Yartar and Kraken Society informant. You've been escorted down to the lower deck by one Giat, a water genasi who you know is here to deliver an iron stone with information that exposes the Harper's identities. And he put that down. He just anteed it up as a bet in a high-stakes game of cards. Chance. A chance. Of chance. <laughs> what do the... What do you guys, your agents, what do they do when they see the stone put down on the table? I don't react, obviously. Mm-hmm. I just look at it like, what's that? Interesting. And maybe I will turn to Giat and be like, oh, is that like a cool crystal? Like worth a lot? I think so. It was given to me by a bunch of like weird wizards that I met this one time, and they told me not to touch it and, you know, do my best, but I kind of did anyway. Check this out. You learn like a ton of names. I think it's got like some sensitive info on it. Oh, so Uh, it's like magic. That's cool. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. What kind of names? Like just random people's names? I I don't know any of them, Uh, but... I was told it's important. Huh. All right. I mean, I guess that information's valuable to, like, somebody. Shrug. Lord Orville is very intensely staring at it on the table. What are you guys doing? Playing. Just keeping it cool. Maintaining the same slightly pleasant face that I always do. All righty. Um, the woman in the red dress with snakes on it deals at the cards to the players. And it's like, have a fair game and we'll see who wins. She deals with the first hand. I said, everyone roll two D six. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... I got I got a twelve. Hell yeah! Nice. I got a seven. We're adding them both, right? Yeah. I wish we were all in the same room so you could see my natural twelve. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, what did you get, Hawari? I got a seven. Okay. Starting with Lord Orville. He calls. Stays in. And go around the table. Two of the other random gentlemen decide to fold out. Hands are already terrible. 
and they are content to watch, flippantly discarding their high stakes bids. Gyat kind of like considers his hand for a moment and decides he wants to stay in too. Uh, Belle, do you want to stay in? I'll stay in. Hawari, do you want to stay in? Yes. Jenny, do you want to stay in? I do. I also want to roll like an insight check, I guess, or what would it be if I wanted to keep my eye on the dealer and the cards just to make sure nothing fishy's going on? That would be either perception or insight. Perception, if you want to try and like keep an eye out for any fancy footwork or fancy handwork. And it'd be insight if you want to kind of see, sense their motive. Mm, okay, I want to keep uh, an eye out for some fancy footwork. Okay, so give me perception. Uh, that's an 11. Nice. Oh, terrible. All right, you seem like you have a bead on them. You're keeping a very close eye, and you don't think that anything's going to escape your sight. Um, can I do the opposite? Can I do insight and see if that does anything? Absolutely, yeah. Oh my uh, god. 19. <laughs> I mean, you rolled a natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> um, you definitely get a very weird vibe about this room. You feel like there is okay. some sort of plot going on that some people are in on and others are not. Um, okay. You get a distinct feeling that this game is not fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Um, just yeah, just gonna keep that. In Do my you back know pocket. who is in on it or not, or have a feeling who's just playing and who's into it? Hawari gets the feeling that the dealer is most in on whatever is happening, and that Lord Orville is probably benefiting in some way, shape, or form. Well, duh, of course. I wonder if Orville is like aware of how he's benefiting or how much of it is like his influence or the dealer's own actions or like what is the intersection of that you know it's interesting but i don't think that's something i can suss out just yet yeah i'll say that because you got a natural 20 you know that it it's mostly between the two of them and most of the other characters are in the dark okay good to know all righty thank you roll one more d6 for the next round of cards All right. What'd you get, Belle? 12. Tells your new total? Mm-hmm. How about you, Hawari? Um, same. Same? And how about you, Jenny? Mm-hmm. Jenny is now up to 17. I rolled a 5. Nice. Nice. Which is getting real scary, because I know the next one's going to be like a 1. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Heart, of, heart of the dice. And I'm also <laughs> going to roll an insight check to see... How all these other people at the table are doing. There is a tension. And as it goes around, um, other characters drop out. So the only characters... Uh, some of the other Kraken Society members fall out. Well, the Kraken just... Society members are obviously with him. So, like, of course they're going to fold for their boss. <laughs> that's, thinking about that and seeing the rounds, that feels like that's kind of what's happening. Um, Gat stays in. And Oroville kind of dispassionately stays in as well. Hmm. Uh, give me uh, insight checks around. All of us? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
an eight. Twelve. Twelve? Five. Five? Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. There is... Giat is feeling the heat a little bit. He's down here trying to impress his new friend, uh, Flip Diehard. <laughs> and he seems like he's in a rough spot. Like, he may have stumbled into something he's not quite here for. Um, the uh, Lord Orville seems very dispassionate. Kind of like he already assumes what's going to happen. And the dealer is as inscrutable as ever. She gets ready to fold over the last set of cards, but Lord Orville kind of holds up his hand to wait. He wants to chat a little bit. And he looks across the table to the rest of you. He's like, so, tell me a little bit more about yourselves. What brings you down here tonight to the Gilded Seahorse? As he's absentmindedly playing with the loose tentacles of the octopus that's kind of coiled around his shoulder. Boredom, mostly. Uh, so a thrill seeker. Yes. Um, Tell me, why here and not a coliseum? Surely that'd be more exciting for someone like you. Am I wrong? Brute strength is cute and all. But I'm much more into luck. Interesting answer. And he looks over to Hawari and says, how about you? Tell me about yourself, Bobson. Well, like I said, just here to sort of get my mind off of things and maybe just take a chance. I'm in between jobs right now. And, you know, maybe just a big win or a big stroke of luck, you know, might be what I need. Very well. And he turns over to you and says, how about you, Miss Crystal Shard? Uh, Crystal Chunk? Chunk? Crystal Chunk? Must have misheard you. (laughs) Uh, I'm, I'm... And how about you? What brings you to my establishment tonight? I was hoping to, to meet some, some nice people who might be interested in some sort of sponsorship deals and sponsoring some posts in my feed. <laughs> <laughs> sell some fashion. Looking to network. Yeah, I'm here. It's a, this is an evening networking event for me. My, uh, influence manager said it would be a good, good place for me to schmooze. Interesting. He he looks around and he's like, I'm trying to see how that translates to you being at my table tonight. But I guess a game of chance entices all sorts of folks. Well, game of chance and also, like, I'm trying to, like, get it in with this guy over here. <laughs> God, he, his water genasi nature already lends his skin this kind of, like tealish blue tint and turns like this weird deep green i thought he's like (laughs) (laughs) yep Uh, really revealed your own hand with that (laughs) so cool (laughs) (laughs) he's like well however the cards may fall best of luck to you all and the dealer deals out the last set of cards He looks around the table to everyone and says, Is everybody still in? Yes. Yes. I wouldn't have it any other way. So let's reveal. And he gestures to you, Bell. 
What did you total out with? I got a 16. 16? Okay. Giat reveals his hand as well and ties it at a 16. Oh. He's like, you and me, bro, are on the same wavelength. It's crazy. I know, this <laughs> connection. Hawari, what did you get? 18. 18. Well, Hawari's on, in the lead. He looks over to Jenny. He's like, and you, madame? 19. 19. Lord Orville kind of looks at the cards at the table with a... Uh, He's got like purses his lips and nods his head slowly. He's like, okay, quite a hand. And he reveals his own cards. Reveal three sixes and a four for a total of 22. And he kind of like shrugs almost absently. He's like, looks like the house wins. And he reaches forward towards the pile of goods in the center. (sighs) What do you do? You can't be just finishing the game right now, right? It's very boring. Oh, what makes you say that? Well, no offense to you, sir. But your dealer here, I don't trust them. Yeah, did I notice anything, like, since I was keeping my eye on them? True, same here. It didn't seem like it, no. Um, You're keeping your eye on the dealer? Yeah, it doesn't quite look like he's... You didn't notice the dealer up to anything shady. Was uh, Orville up to anything shady? Give me a perception check. Me too. 18. Nope. Not me. Um, uh, 10. 12. I rolled a natural 20. So he is Ooh. inscrutable. Untouchable in his presumably cheating ways. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying there was cheating. That'd be very rude of me to assume. It would in your establishment, 100. percent I just think for such a large game of chance, there should be, I suppose, more of a neutral party dealing. After all, we are dealing in lives, and as much as I don't care about other people's lives, (laughs) I do believe that we should give them, in their own way, a fair chance. Give me a persuasion check. God, I'm rolling like shit now. Um, not great. Can I assist, because I have a little bit extra argument to that? Yeah, what would you like to add? Well, my friend here is... As you said, a thrill seeker and just one game, like they said, with this much chance, it's not really thrills. It's not really anything special. So you want to leave this all on the table and do another hand? Yeah. Why yeah, not? why not? How, how would you intend on raising the stakes? Like I said, I have a lot more of those beads where they come from. Pull them out. Show me. I'm not going to show everything I have right now, right here. If you have nothing to add to the pot, then I will take what I've won. Fine, and I pull out my dagger from my cravat. (laughs) And I go, this right here 
is a poison tip drow dagger. Drow poison is very rare to find around here. So if you really want an enemy to be upset, you get him with this. What is a knife worth to me? Murder Boots already here. It seems like a pale offering, if I might be frank. You don't know what this dagger also does. <laughs> Give me deception. As you try to spin a yarn. 23. 23? That's pretty good. He's like, well, tell me more then. What about it? Makes it w- valuable enough to match the items already here. One little drop of poison on this bad boy will kill someone immediately, which, like, is cool. But I can see that you have plenty of people who will keep you safe. But you don't understand that not only will it poison one person, but it can poison a person's entire bloodline. (laughs) Damn. Wowza. Some sort of blood curse, then. Yes. Okay. I'm starting to see the big picture now. And what about the rest of you? Gyat gets up from the table. He's like, listen, man, I didn't bring a lot with me tonight. I got this, and that's it. So I'm going to... Gyat? What? Please sit down. <laughs> yeah, like pauses and like looks at the rest of the you, and he's like, "Okay, I'll, I'll sit." And he sits back down. We have so much to discuss later between you and me. Okay, I mean, fair, but I'm just uh, okay. And I wouldn't want you to miss this. So, Orville looks to Hawari. And then he looks at you, he doesn't say anything, and he just, his eyes glance towards the pot in the middle of the table. Like, well? Well, what? You can ask me. Have you anything to add? Okay. I break off a small shard of the crystal from my head, Mm -hmm. and I place it on the table, and... I say this is an extremely rare alloy mm-hmm. that was used to build me. You will not find this in a lot of places. It's extremely valuable. You're a a living construct, are you? Could you not tell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's Pardon be real. Me. We don't, I don't see much of that sort of thing around here. That's mm-hmm. very interesting indeed. Who and he looks to um he looks to Jenny and Bell. He's like, which one of you which one of you owns this one? Say that again? He is my helper. Oh yeah, I'm I'm uh his attendant because you know, as such a classy uh, you know, man as himself, needs someone around at all times. So, I'm sort of like attendant, you know, like body man type thing. Yeah, with my work up north, Bobson has helped me a lot, like with a lot of things. Why is Bobson not in the pot? Because I don't own Bobson. I hire his services. I'm very, like, I got money. Now, that would be a spicy addition to the pot. It's like a rental. 
Well, Bobson, be part of the pot. That's it, I guess. Oh, is that an order? <laughs> uh, more like a suggestion. After all, I love risking it all. I think. Uh, can I like do an insight check to see if Bill is serious? Is Bill serious about this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm pretty serious. Okay. All right. Well, if we're gonna keep this up, then I have to do it. So yeah. I mean, trust to... me. I don't believe that you are any kind of object owned by me because subjugation is not is frowned upon on the surface. But if I'm going to keep up my facade, I'm assuming I have to do this part too. Okay. All right. So I'm going to take the shard of crystal off the table. I'm going to reattach it to myself. And I guess that you'll also be betting for me. Do you like crawl into the center of the table? Do you keep your seat? Hell no. (laughs) You just stay seated. I'm just going to stay seated and just look dead in his face because this is a very serious bet. So Orville looks excited by the prospect. He's like, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? This is much more exciting. And then he looks to Jenny and says, like, now you. What do you add to this to this wonderful pot we have going today? Probably the most valuable thing we could put in there more than this uh, life that's in there. Um, I <laughs> uh, reach in and I pull out some sort of like it looks like a like a little glowing stone and i put it then i say uh this is an instagram account with 200 million followers uh it had, it's mostly a meme repage uh repost page um stolen but like content, the clout but uh the clout is so real the clout is so very very high it uh, it was part of Wave Festival and helped uh, do their social media. Um, so here, here it is. It's um, uh, the account handle is um, fuck Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you offer topical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me a. Deception check with advantage mm-hmm. because you're being assisted by your allies. The cloud. Okay. 14. 14? And this one is a 16. 16 total? Yeah. Ooh, beats it by one. Oh, thank God. So he's like, oh. okay, fair. Now we have an exciting game on our hands. Um,. And I imagine what's actually on the stone is just, like, the page is pulled up for that account. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, gosh. How do we even think for a sec? Just full disclosure. Yeah. Me, as a player, I am sweating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is so stressful. Hard. I mean, I'd love to, like, win, but if I don't, I guess I'm going to have to, you know, go out guns a-blazing. How many people are in this room? Right. There are eight people total. You three, you know, among them. Um, so there's Yacht, Orville, and then three other Kraken Society members. All right. We'll see what we're going to do. I guess nine, technically, including um, the dealer. 
who I also don't trust. That's fair. All right. The dealer shuffles up a new deck of cards and is preparing to hand them out. What are you guys keeping an eye on during the game? She's dealing out hands pretty much just to Belle, Jenny, and Orville. So the only players who've stayed in. As Hawari is now in the pot. Right, conflict of interest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I just observe, maybe at some point I can kind of manage to tip one of them off secretly if I notice anything? Totally, yeah. So what are you looking out for? Okay. I want to just observe the dealer. Okay. Um, and just focus all of my like computing power on seeing if there's like anything out of out of the ordinary. Belle, what do you have eyes on? I'm going to stare at the octopus and Orville. Okay. And Jenny, what do you have eyes on? Um, when Hor is looking at the dealer, are they also watching how the dealer shuffles? You okay. can. Then I want to keep an eye on Orville. Okay. The dealer shuffles. Give me perception. Oh. Nineteen. Nineteen. Thirteen. I'm, uh... Seems clean. Seems like a clean shuffle. And she deals out the cards. Well, I'm looking at Orville and the octopus. Yeah. So she deals out the cards. Those who are in, roll 2d6. Seven. Okay. What'd you get, Jenny? I got an eight. Okay. Um... Now roll, those of you who are watching Orville, give me a perception check. I thought I already did for... You did for the dealer. I was doing that for Orville. Oh. No, I'm doing the dealer and um, Belle is on the octopus. That's right. So, Jenny, what'd you get for perception? I got a six. A six? What'd you get for perception, Belle? Nineteen. Nineteen? As the cards are being dealt, Belle, you think you spot... For a moment, um, when Orville is reading his cards, it's a trick that kind of astounds you when you see it. The octopus, using its color-changing skin, changes colors to look like a card. And he swaps out a card with one being held by the octopus. I fucking knew that octopus was up to something. I was like, if it's not the dealer, it's the fucking octopus. And when he does, you see the color shift back to normal. And you only catch it for a brief moment, but you're almost certain that that's what's happening here. What do you do? What's our uh, octopuses afraid of in general? <laughs> uh, give me a nature check, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, first, uh huh. I'm going to use message. Okay. And I'm going to use it. To be like Miss Jewel Shard, do you know anything about octopuses? Uh, I believe I do. I guess I would probably need to roll like animal handling or nature. Uh, I would do a nature check, mm-hmm. um, but I would give you advantage because you're a researcher who lives in the water. Do you know what they might be afraid of? Any natural predators? Uh, nat 20. 
you nice. know, oh God, what do octopi actually get eaten by in the wild? Fucking nothing. We could. Alexa, what are the natural enemies of octopus? God damn it. <laughs> you know, hold I'm going to do a Google on, check. On. Octopus, natural predator. Afraid of. Sharks, um, eels, and dolphins. Looks like. Uh, so you probably know about either of those. Up to you then. What would you? What do you tell Belle? All of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, now that I am aware of what this is, what's happening, it's time for me to use phantasmal force. <laughs> <laughs> so, are, so tell me about what the casting of this spell looks like. For someone who's observing you. Well, I have one hand under the table. Uh Uh-huh. Which is what I'm using the semantics part of that for. Sure. Um, Do I have my saxophone on me? Probably not. I have my harmonica, though. (laughs) Probably. If it's small enough, you probably hit it somewhere on yourself. And even if it was found, they probably wouldn't take it from you. I'm going to turn to like I'm going to sex. turn to them. Uh huh. And I'm be like, I'm a man who likes high risk situations, right? Of course. But I'm also a man who has a, a bit of a superstition. Hmm. So before we continue this game, I just need to uh, do one of my superstitions. Is that a, is that all right with you? Give me deception check. Ten. Orville looks like he is about to consent, but the dealer holds up her hand and is like, I would rather keep the game going at a normal pace, if that's all right with you. Can I sing for you? All right, then I'm just going to hum a jaunty tune. Okay. As we go. You hum a tune. And as I'm humming my tune, I cast Phantasmal Force. So what does that look like when the spell is cast? Well, it's only going to show up for one person, and that is the octopus. (laughs) So what does the octopus see? (laughs) I create an illusion in the mind of my target. It has to make an intelligence save, but I don't know if octopus have... Have, high intelligence. It is very poor. <laughs> uh, so I think I roll a five. So I think that totals out to three. I think they have a negative two. So it's going to see <laughs> a giant shark lunging at it. The octopus panics and scrambles off of the shoulder of Lord Orville. Uh, it scrambles. Does it take damage? It does. How much? One d six psychic damage. Give me that one d six. That's a five. A five. Mm-hmm. It dies. <laughs> <laughs> it has three hit points. And then I look at it and I'm like, so this octopus scrambles off of the shoulder of Lord Orville, um, and as it falls off, you see that underneath her is sitting. It's like a weird pocket sewn into his kind of like half cape that he's wearing Mm -hmm. and playing cards matching all sorts of different decks are strewn out of it they go flying as the octopus falls onto the table scrambles and knocks half of the pot over 
as its entire body like shrivels up and curls into itself as it dies from sheer terror. Where is the iron stone? (laughs) Still in the middle of the table. Okay, well, I'm going to go, wow, was my singing that terrible? Lord Orville gets up from the table and, and like with his hand on his hip and he pulls a weapon. He's got like a short sword in his hand. It's like, what have you done? I did nothing. What's the meaning of this? I did nothing but hum a jaunty tune. And everyone else at the table, uh, especially Giat, is like, he's cheating. And they're pointing yeah, at him. Yeah, what's the meaning of that? Covered cards in cards. I was simply humming a jaunty tune to keep my spirits up and my luck. But apparently, uh, you didn't really need luck, did you? Ooh. I take affront to this and I grab my dagger and I'm not going to attack, but I take it back and I'm like, what am I betting on if I can't eat? I take my dagger and I take the fire bead and I'm like, what am I betting on if you are cheating? What do the rest of you do? Um, as <clears throat> I, I kind of chime up, as an influencer, cheating is nothing new to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, So should we still play this game? Well, honestly, I feel like we can only assume that the previous match was also invalid, and I think we just reset and play an honest round to see see what happens. Shall we play an honest round, Mr. Orville? Mr. Orville considers for a moment, and before he can come to a decision, the dealer slams her hands down on the table, mm-hmm. and with like a... There's like a glowing energy around the palms of her hands pressed on the table and she shoves the table downwards. The table tips towards her and Orville, spraying everything on it towards him. Let's roll initiative. Woo! All right. Okay. Well, I have my fire bead back, so that at least isn't going to explode. Well, did you take it off the table? I did. I took my dagger back and the fire bead. Um, Is everything still on the table? Everything else is being launched into the air towards Orville and the dealer. Can I do a dexterity check to see if I can grab the, like, that red stone? Uh, We'll see where you fall in initiative. Gotcha. And to do that. Um, but yes, that's something you can do when, when your turn comes up. Uh, 17. 17? Mm-hmm. And you got six? Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to use, uh, I'm using Orville. new dice today. Wow, Orville the great. Fuck you, Orville. Fuck you, Orville. Orville rolled a natural 20 on his initiative, so he's going to go first. Um, but he is a little surprised by everything being launched towards him. Uh, seeing everything fly towards him in the air, he is going to try and do. He's going to do two things. One, he's going to try and do a perception check so that he can see where the thing, the iron stone that he wants to grab, is coming towards him from. And two, he's going to make a sleight of hand check to see if he can grab it out of the air. So first is perception to notice it. <laughs> he fails, <laughs> so he tries to grab anything he can <laughs> out of the air. And he winds up grabbing the gemstone that contained the spirit of one of the other Kraken Society servants. Not what he wanted. Everything else is still kind of starting to tilt through the air, kind of fall past him. And as he does this, he turns tail and starts to run to the door behind the gaming table. Bell, you're next in the order. What do you want to do? I'm going to see if I can find the stone. 
All right, give me perception to see if you can see it through the clutter. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. That's sufficient. You can pick out the iron stone as it flies through the air, surrounded by a mess of cards and other items deposited on the table. I'm going to run after it. All right. You're nearby it. Give me a sleight of hand check. You want to try and grab it out of the air. Also keep in mind, I've kind of like shoved my hand into my sleeve a little bit. So uh-huh. I don't like actively touch it. Okay. Because doesn't that like fuck your whole world up or would that matter anymore? Because I've already seen the information. You don't know. All right. Well, you're not certain. That's why I'm being safe. Sleight of hand. 16. 16, that is just enough. So the Iron Stone is careening through the air, surrounded by this mess of cards. You pull your sleeve up over your hand, you reach out, and you snatch it out of the air as the rest of the cards kind of impact on the wall behind you. And I shove it in my pocket. Orville slams his body into the door to kind of like knock it open. Jenny, you're next in the order. What do you want to do? Hmm. We already got that thing out of... We already got the stone. Should we make a break for it, or should we kill him? (laughs) Well, Orville doesn't technically know the information. The only one who really knows the information is Giat, so we should probably take him with us as much as I don't want to. Mm-hmm. All right. There's got to be some so, kind of memory wipe we can do on him. So let's just forget about Orville. He's a coward anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to quickly just like detect portals, see if there's anything kind of happen around me. If there's any type of magical portals I need to be worried about. Your detect portal doesn't pick up on anything in particular. Dang. And it's within like a mile, correct? Uh, it's within, yeah, one mile. Does it show... Only portals to other planes, or is it any portal at all? Uh, you take the distance and direction to the closest planar portal. Planar portal? So yeah, yeah. you don't pick up on anything. Gotcha. Um, hmm. Is there, let's see, there's a few other things kind of like floating through the sky? Well, you're underground, so you're not certain oh, of anything. Oh, I think, um, the... uh, that was floating off the table. Oh yeah, flowing, yeah, everything that was on the table previously, besides the things that Bell took off before this happened, are kind of flying through the air, about to impact on the wall behind uh, the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cast Fog Cloud. <laughs> Poof! <laughs> a right, Fog Cloud fills the area. And uh, um, let's make a run for the door. Yeah. The door on the way back out, or towards where Orville has fled to? I feel like on the way out. Okay. I mean, Orville's a bad guy, and he wanted that information, but if we can get it away from him, we can always come after him at another time. Mm-hmm. How are we going to get Driat out without looking, uh, like, without looking suspicious? I'm going to turn to him and be like, this is crazy. We should get <laughs> out of here. Come with us if you want to live. He says, like, what are you doing with that stone? I'm... I was... I was... I'm trying to deliver it to that guy. I was saving it for you. I thought it was yours. Why are you? Why are you uh, betting it up if you were going to deliver it to him? He kind of like scowls. He's like, "This is part of the whole scheme." Well, he's like, "Give it back! Come on, I'll give it back to you if you follow me." Give it back to you if you follow me. Give me a deception check. 
12. He does not believe you. He's like, I don't buy it. I think you've been lying to me all night. Uh, I roll my eyes and I'm like, you really needed me to do this the hard way, didn't you? I don't know what that means. He doesn't know what that means yet. The dealer kind of moves through the fog cloud. Um, Bell. Yes. What's your armor class? My armor class is 13. You feel a rush of wind past your head. Mm-hmm. And punching through the fog cloud, it's just a closed fist missing you by a millimeter. And then another one crosses oh, this across bitch your is a face. Monk. <laughs> You're punched in the face by the card dealer. And you will take four bludgeoning damage as you feel this kind of, these knuckles scrape against your jaw. I hiss. <laughs> Another one kind of comes at you, but it, you were able to duck out of the way in just a second. And as you hiss, you hear hissing back. And you can barely see through the fog cloud, the snakes on this woman's dress spring to life. As a pair of vipers kind of coil themselves around her arms. Oh, weirdo. All right. Jenny, you're, or, I'm sorry, Hawari, you're next. Uh, the room is thick with fog and you heard the meaty thud of Belle being punched in the face. What do you do? Oh, Lord. Are, are we fighting? Are we going to kill her now? We have to fight, I think. All right, let's do it. Okay, um, I'm going to get ready for this fight. I'm going to cast Armor of Agathis, followed by uh, Hexblade's Curse as my bonus action on the dealer. All right. Hexblade's Curse, that's the one that lets you do more damage to him, right? Uh, yes. It uh, cursed the target for up to 10 turns. I get bonus damage against the target. Um, any attack from anybody crits on both 19 or 20, and when they die, I get their health. Hell yeah. So they are cursed. So that's how that works. Love it. You hear the door behind the game table slammed open as Orville practically runs through it. Um, and you can hear his footsteps as he sprints down a dark hallway. Let's see how quickly he goes. Decently so. Um, Bell, your per- passive perception is like out of control. Yes. So you can hear distinctly down this hallway him opening up a door, um, or maybe some sort of floor, like trap door, mm-hmm. as he descends into a lower portion of the ship. And while you can't see this happen, that's what it sounds like to your sharp ears. Hmm. Or if those either escaping or about to do something to this ship, which we should probably get out of here. Speaking of. What would you like to do, Belle? You're next in the order. Oh, shit. Um, so this lady punched me, which I don't like. Right across the jaw. Um, Question. What's up? Real quick. Um, what about the submarine that's under the ship? Ooh, what about the submarine that's under the ship? Is there any way we can escape in it? I mean, there might be people in it. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I feel like he's probably headed towards that submarine. And quite frankly, I don't feel like being underwater if I can help it. (laughs) Um, 
I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. You are invisible. And I'm like, everyone, let's just try to leave. <laughs> okay. Bell becomes invisible. Where do you move? I'm going to move towards the stairs. The stairs going back up or going further down? Going back up. Why would I go further down? Okay. You make it, you start running back towards the entryway of the ship. The way that I see it is like we can fight these people, sure. But I have the Ion Stone, and in my opinion, that's all I really need. So I want to well, I want to leave. <laughs> fair. I would like to leave too, but how are we going to get back to land? Do they not have boats? You didn't see any lifeboats. Mm. Where? How far are we from Which, from land? You are not certain anymore. The river is relatively wide, probably like a couple hundred feet or so, maybe total. Okay. Well, fine. I guess I'll go after Orville. Going after Orville yeah, instead. He might be heading towards some kind of like safety or some kind of like escape. That's true. He's there. That submarine might be like an escape route for him. So yeah, let's just do yeah. it. So maybe do you want to run towards him while you're invisible? Yeah, I'm going to do that. All right. So you're invisible and you run toward him. You exit the area of effect of the fog cloud, and you can see a kind of um, a trap door in the floor with a staircase going down. You can catch just a brief glimpse of Orville's shoulder cape as he descends down below. All right, I guess I'm going stealthily. So give me a stealth check. You'll get advantage. Yes, because you're invisible. Well, I got 12 both times, so let's see. Stealth. 18. 18? Pretty good. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he notices that you're following him. Jenny, you're next in the order. There's a fog cloud, a tipped-over table, and a kung fu dealer. What would you like to do? Uh, I do... You know what? Kung fu dealer, you say? Seems I'm, like it. I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna fucking hit them with my trident. Hell yeah! So you undo the <laughs> trident from the sash on your dress. You got the. Is it on a chain, right? Yep. So you start whirling it around. Yep. Go for it. Okay. You roll to attack. That's a. That's a six. Six is not sufficient. Didn't think it was. You go for it, and it oh. kind of like you see it cut through the fog cloud, um, but it disappears out of your sight. And you actually feel like a pull, like maybe she's wrapped her arms around it and has got it held. Can I uh, use Lucky though? Oh, you want to use Lucky? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, that's a seventeen. Nice. nice. That's that's much better. So maybe what I'm seeing is you throw it, it misses her, and when you pull it back to you, it mm-hmm. catches her on the way back, and you score some pretty nice damage. Uh, let's see what you got. Hell yeah. Um, that's a six. Yeah, six. Six damage. Fire. Yeah. Nice. All right, so you sh- you throw it into the fog cloud near the sound of the noise, and you pull it back, and it's got some fresh blood on it. Seems like you scored a hit. Hell yeah. Um, she is next in the order, and she whirls around through. Um, 
I'm going to give her disadvantage on her attacks because she can't quite see you. Uh, she comes for Jenny. Uh, natural one. So that's not great. <laughs> you know what? I'll say that because of the natural one. She trips over the game table that she knocked over. So she's going to lose one of her attacks this turn. She's only got two. And at disadvantage, looks like it's a 15. Does that hit your armor class? Um, good question. Let's get my Hmm, yes. Okay. So she finds purchase. You are, you are bludgeoned for four damage. And then one of the snakes that's wrapped itself around her arm also tries to take a bite out of you. Hmm. And it is also going to attack at disadvantage for 12 to hit. It did 12 damage? No, 12 to hit you. Oh. Like, what's your armor class? Oh, yeah, it hits still. Wait, no, that doesn't. 12 still hits? No, okay. 12 does not hit. Oh, 12 does not hit? No. No. Just okay, the, uh, great. So the snake can't quite get you. Maybe it scraped you with its fangs, but no actual damage. Um, so Hawari, you can hear mm-hmm. Jenny and the dealer engaged in melee, and you've heard Alrighty. the the telltale light footsteps of Bell running down towards the hallway. What would you like to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I say we keep fighting, but after this round, we should start heading towards Bell. Okay, Jenny, you cool with that? Yeah. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to take my bonus action first, and I'm going to cast a Hex on her on top of Hexblade's Curse. Okay. What ability score do you want to weaken? Uh, wisdom, please. Wisdom? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's got um, a wisdom penalty. Yep. And so I am going to uh, make my big action a two-handed uh, like melee attack with my battle axe. All right. Everick springs into existence. And it matches my midnight blue suit. Very, very, very chic. Very coordinated. (laughs) Alright, so I'm going to roll to hit. Yeah. Okay. I rolled a 5 plus 5 rolled a hit equals 10, so I'm going to guess that doesn't hit. Not quite. Damn. She dodges that one. The fog cloud is making it tough to get into that melee range. Um, but you're engaged. You're in there. Mm-hmm. So, Orville continues running. Um, Bell can hear him sprinting down a hallway. Let's see how far he gets. He is using his dash. And he's running as quickly as possible. Um, you can hear some of the oarsmen down below kind of react with surprise as they see or hear Lord Orville running past them. Uh, you got a chase scene going on. And he makes his way to a doorway at the very end of the hall and pops it open where you can see the kind of dusky blue glow of like seawater being reflected in. Oh. Uh, Belle, what would you like to do? Uh, keep following him. Are you sprinting? Um... Well, I'm trying to keep up, but I also don't want to be too, like, loud. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, if you want to dash, that just takes your action. Oh. You can try to dash stealthily by doing a stealth check with it. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so give me the stealth check. Um, now, trying to dash while stealthy goes at disadvantage, but you have advantage for being invisible, so it's just a normal roll. Oh. Yeah. Well, that wasn't great still, but... 13. 13? Okay. Jeez, who, how many people are you rolling for? There are 16 people down below. Oh, like the oarsmen? Yeah. I'm not going to roll for all of them. A majority of them failed the check. So I say that they didn't notice you overall. So you run past, maybe a couple of them hear your footsteps, but they are, you know, deeply entrenched in their work. They're sitting down behind a giant oar, moving this boat down the river, and you run past them. You see Orville climbing through a hole in the floor, and there is kind of like this opening where it is like open water starting to pool into the ship around this opening. As he is kind of like diving through this not properly sealed connection between the ship and what you assume to be the submarine that mm. Jenny told you about down below. Jenny, you're engaged in melee combat with a kung fu dealer. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? I'm going to strike again. I say kind of my goal is to keep the dealer from noticing that um, that anything else is like kind of happening or, or going down. How do you want to do that? Uh, well, I'm, well, I I'm, guess I'm trying to like keep them engaged in combat so they don't see like that Bell's not here, pretty much. Okay. So I'm just going to strike again and be like, yeah, try to like get, get, them, get them more closer to me. Like the... the Hell yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat style, like, get over here. Oh, <laughs> trying to scorpion her. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. You so, know, that, that classic move. So let's see how That's you do. 13. 13? Mm-hmm. 13 does not hit her. Fuck. You like, kind of, like, throw your trident head out, and she does some sort of arc that you've never seen before. She kind of contorts her entire body to get out of the way of the strike as it goes past. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to do in your turn? Mm, I'm going to jump a couple of feet back. Okay. She's going to use her reaction to take an opportunity attack against you. But she mm-hmm. has disadvantage because of the fog. Mm-hmm. Uh, she misses. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So you jump a couple feet back. Are you back towards the stairwell going up or towards the stairwell going down? Stairwell going up. Okay. Like eyes on the, me. Mm-mm-mm. The dealer goes next. She whips around. Hawari is now in melee range, so she's going to try and punch him. Excuse them. me, them. Uh, that is a 13. Does that hit your armor class? No. No. So she misses the first. Misses the second. Like terrible. This fog cloud's hurting her. And misses the third. So she can't quite land a blow on you. Every time she gets close, it just kind of like scrapes the side of the armor of Agathis and doesn't really get anything going. We're all having a hard time. <laughs> right. um, she takes the moment then to try and break away from Hawari and run down towards 
the door where that bell escaped through. So Hawari, you can take an attack of opportunity if you'd like. All right, that's what I want to do. Hell yeah. Um, with an opportunity attack, do I roll the same to hit or? Yeah, it's like making a regular melee attack. Okay. God damn oh, it! No, <laughs> rolls I miss. So poor. I'm so sorry. I I've I don't think I've rolled anything above a six oh, <laughs> on my d20s no. today. Well, it's your turn now. So your opportunity attack misses, and she makes her way, uh, starts to run. Um, but you are close enough to where you can give chase. All right. Um, so I just want to chase her. I want to pursue her and take another hit. Go for it. Her. Okay. 11. 11? Yep. Not quite. Jesus Christ. Well, at least you're both going the right way. I guess so. All right. Orville gets down inside of his machine and he starts getting himself all set up. He disappears from your sight and you can hear him moving around down there, Belle. What would you like to do? I'm going to run up to try to see him. Can I see him if I walk closer? If you get up to the entryway that he kind of went down through, Mm -hmm. you can see that there is a very poorly maintained seal between the ship and the submarine that is not really working properly. Water starting to flow into both, like falling down into the sub and up into the boat. But can I see him? You see him. He kind of like slipped and fell when he hit the bottom. So mm-hmm. you see, you catch the last seconds of him scrambling to his feet. Well, in that moment, in that moment, mm-hmm. I have to be able to see him. Can I see him? Yeah, you can see him for a split second. I'm going to try to cast puppet on him. All right. So what does he have to do? He has to make a con saving throw. Con save. All right. But I have a question. Since I'm kind of, since he wasn't expecting it, would he get disadvantage on that? Mm. I mean, it's fine if he doesn't. I was just wondering. You know, I don't think so because I think he's kind of in a heightened. That's fair. Sense of stress. Um, he rolled a seventeen for his con save. Well, that sure beats mine. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yep. I'm a thirteen. So I turn invisible. So I turn visible. So that's great. Yeah. So he sees you for a split second as he kind of like stumbles out of the way. Um, he's able to shake off the puppet spell as he scrambles out of your sight. Damn you! You've got enough movement left to jump down in if you want to. I guess I have to. Fuck it. Let's do it. You jump down in. You see the inside is made of like a black wood. That is coated with like a wax of some sort on the inside to hopefully keep water out. It is kind of a narrow, the ceilings are low and, uh, the ceilings are kind of low and it's a kind of constrictive space. This sucks. Basically wooden tunnels going through and you can see him scrambling down the tunnel, kind of like using the walls to keep himself up as he makes his way down towards what looks like the front of the device. Uh, Jenny, you're next in the order. Your target has fled, and Hawari's gone with them. Um, I'm gonna please come go help. Chase after them, and if I can get close enough, do a, a distance attack, a ranged attack. Yeah. So you, once you you can take your movement to move into the doorway out of the frame, um, out of the fog cloud, you can see her preparing to get down the uh, stairwell to the floor below, and you can see Hawari 
pulling their weapon out of the wall. Okay. What do you yeah. want to do? I'm going to do a, a ranged attack pass. Like, how narrow is this hallway? Like, can, can I throw my trident past Hawari without, like, harming them? Oh, yeah. You'll be able to... You, there's an angle that you can attack, so you're not going to risk hitting Hawari. Yeah. I want to try to try to really get them. I imagine I can't uh, do any form of, uh, like, roping them up or tripping them or anything, so I guess I have to do just, like, a regular... You could try. Yeah, if you want to, like, like, aim for their leg to try and knock them prone instead. Yeah, like, that's what I would love to do. Go for it. Okay. I'm going to use Lucky. Okay. (laughs) It's like we need to hit her. Okay, that's a 17. 15? 17. 17. 17 is barely enough. Mm -hmm. So I'll say because you're trying to knock her prone, it doesn't do any damage. Mm -hmm. Um, But she is knocked to the ground. So she tries to do like a stunt to jump over it. And in the process of doing so, the chain of your trident head kind of tangles around her leg, and she falls prone. Uh, she tumbles down the stairs and takes an additional two points of damage. Hell yeah. The oarsmen down below are very concerned. Like, you can start hearing shouts of concern, like, what's going on? What's, what's happening? Do we need to speed up? The dealer is on the ground. She hits the bottom of the stairs, takes half of her movement to get up, but she gets back to her feet and turns around and like puts her dukes up to see Hawari and Ginny up at the top of the stairs. Hawari, it's your turn. What would you like to do? I, I need to hit this bitch at least once. <laughs> Go for just, it. Even just once. Can you like Eldridge Blast or something? No. <sighs> I mean, I guess I should try that instead. So, let's go with that. Alright, so you're up at the top of the stairs? Yeah, I guess I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Hey! Oh, thank god, and I fucking crit. A critical hit. Oh, and you do extra damage because of the hex. I'm sorry? You do extra damage because of the hex, too. Oh lord, that's right. Oh yeah, I I have that all... I got it all stacked up. That's why I was like, I need to hit this bitch <laughs> so, <laughs> at least once. So you rolled okay. double your damage dice, I think, for both the Hex and the Eldritch Blast. Um, let me see. Oh, the, yeah, I'm going to roll 1d10. So that is a 9 plus a 3. Eldritch Blast. So that is, so far, that's 12. Um, And then 12 plus 1d6. So 15 total. Well, because you got a critical hit, you get to do the damage again. So you roll another d10 and another d6. 15, 17... Twenty-three. That's huge. Oh, thank God I hit this bitch. <laughs> thank you, Alex, for suggesting Elvish Blast. <laughs> that shot bloodies her as you practically knock her off of her feet. 
it feels like she tries to do a to try to like dodge out of the way of it and leans into it. You launch her backwards. She falls prone again. Um, you're standing at the top of the stairs. I imagine you haven't moved yet. What would you like to do next? Um, I would like to just keeping at the top of the stairs give me an advantage. Uh, she's already prone. I mean, she's prone. Mm. Um, it's up um, to you if you want to like continue holding your position or if you want to keep running past her to try and get to the sub. Um. Okay. Let's see. I'll I would go say... towards a submarine. I'm sorry. I said I'll go towards a submarine. Yeah, I think we should do that. Um, but try and keep an eye on our back as we go. Sounds good. So, are you trying to so, run past her? Yeah, Jenny, you want to do the same? Yes. All right, let's do it. All right. The two of you keep moving. Orville is scrambling past the hallway. Oh, he does great. He feels like a surge of energy, and he runs his way into the room at the far end of this kind of, like, narrow hallway. I'm just like, oh, please stop running. And he slams a door shut behind him. And you can hear kind of fumbling sounds as he is uh, moving things around in this room behind you, or in front of you. Belle, what would you like to do? I guess I'm going to go up to the fucking door. What do you do once you get to the door? I'm assuming it's locked. You don't know. What do you want to do? I'm going to try to get in it. <laughs> How? Are you gonna, like kicking it open or are you just kind of gently opening it? What are you trying to do? I'm going to try to kick it open, I guess. You're kicking the door open. I guess. I don't know. All right. Make an attack roll against the door. Uh, I don't add anything to that, so it's just a straight 16. It's a good square kick. Give me a D4 plus strength. Four. Okay. You kick the door open. Uh, he looks like he was trying to set, like, knock things over in front of the door, but you kick it open and you knock him to the ground. And when you enter this room, you can see that it's kind of got, like a magical barrier of sorts. So that he can look directly out into the open water. You can see Sahuagin kind of like see shark people um, kind of maintaining guard out in the water beyond the barrier of this thing. The room itself looks like it has some sort of a control setup mm-hmm. on the panel in front of this large window. And Orville is at the floor and by your feet, uh, knocked down when you kicked the door open. He is scrambling to try and get back up. I'm going to kick him back down. <laughs> I'm like, can you stop, please, sir? Give me a... Let's call this a shove check. So you're going to give me an athletics check, and okay. he's going to oppose. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. 18. Orville rolled a one. His resistance <laughs> attempt is pitiful. As you kick him back to the ground. Jenny, you're next in the order. You and Hawari have just stepped over this warrior dealer. <laughs> what would you like to do? Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Coming through. Hmm? Coming through. Hell yeah. Um, Watch a step. Uh, and now, how close like, into my, my field of view is um, Belle and Orville? 
you can't see them, but you can see the opening that they descended down into the submarine from. And it looks like you can make it if you sprint. Okay. I guess, yeah, I'll do, like, was it, like, a burst action or whatever and be like, let's get let's get through this and just burst in there. Or so I want to get right ahead. to the entrance area, like, where they don't quite see me, but I want to be able to, like, peek in. Okay, so you get to kind of the entryway. Um, this room is starting to fill up with water, and you splash through some of it as you make your way closer to the room. Um, it looks like, as you approach it, you can see that there's kind of, like, a sliding latch on your end that you could use to close the place up if you needed to um but it is quickly filling with water as the seal is not really quite holding itself properly um uh, mm-hmm. hmm. Hawari, what would you like to do um well i think we both need to decide mm-hmm. you're both sprinting together so- so as you sprint past, um, you feel like one last ditch attempt by the dealer to kind of knock you off your feet as you run by. So she's going to try and knock you prone, but she's going to do so at disadvantage. So give me either an athletics check or an acrobatics check to resist this. Your choice. Oh, Lord. Uh, I was rolling at disadvantage, and my first roll was a one. <laughs> so she... I'm sorry? Uh, she pitifully fails. <sighs> it looks like she tries to, like, sweep the legs out from underneath you, and you don't even have to attempt to avoid it. It is, com- oh, it is off target wildly. Uh, you run past her. The universe is balancing her. for our bad rolls. All right, now it's her turn. You run past her, and you see her start to get up to her feet, but you guys are far away. It doesn't look like she'll be able to catch up to you in time. Orville is next in the order, and he is on the ground. Um, he looks up at you, Belle. Mm-hmm. Uh, powerful, cool, chest mesh drow man. <laughs> so, And he puts up his hand. He's on the ground. He puts up his hands, and he's like, let's think about this now. So is this your submarine? It can be your submarine. Do you know how to pilot it? Of course I do. You are going to take me and my friends on your little submarine, and you're going to get us back to the surface. And if you don't, we'll have a really fun game of chance, because I have this fire bead, and we'll see which one of us can outlast a fireball in this small space. Give me intimidation with advantage. Well, my first roll was a natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) He rolled a 2. Get him. Get him. (laughs) He panics and he's like, okay, okay, let me, let me just, and he kind of bumbles back up to his feet. He falls like two more times before he can stand Don't up forget, properly. Don't forget, I'm not afraid to die and I will blast this fireball in the small space if you do not do exactly as I say. <laughs> Alrighty. Jenny and Hawari, what do the two of you want to do? Hmm. Well, we're running towards Bell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, come come um, on in. The water's just like, fine. Yeah, I mean, so you like, leap down water. into the the area below. What, uh, what were you saying, Jesse? Say the water doesn't uh, affect me. I'm I love the idea of there being water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's fine for me too because I'm on living construct. So, but 
um, one of our members is in danger <laughs> with the water, so we should catch up to yeah, him. Yeah, might as well go hang out with Belle. Which one of you is jumping in first? Uh, I'll jump in first. Go ahead. Okay. So, Hawaii, you come in last. Water is pouring in behind you. Uh, when you look up, you can see there's kind of like a latch on the ceiling to kind of help close it, mirroring the one that was in the ship. What would you like to do? Close close it? Uh, are you closing both the ship and the submarine or just the submarine? I, I don't know. Up to you. I'm confused. What it like? Yeah, me too. So there's a latch on the ship side of things to help to close off the the connection points, mm-hmm. and there is another latch on the submarine. So basically, you can close the hole in the ship and then close the hole in the submarine. Why not do both? If, oh, yeah. Well, if you want to sink the ship, we don't want to sink the ship. I don't. There's a lot of innocent people. On board. Why would it sink the ship to close that? It wouldn't. It would sink the ship if you left the ship unopened. Oh yeah, so I mean, like, just close it up so you don't sink the ship. Yeah, I want to close them both. So you take a little bit of ex- it's. It's a process. So you'll be back there closing things up. Um, give me an athletics check as you try to pull them closed against the rush of incoming water. Twelve. Twelve. That's just enough. So it's tough. Ooh. You kind of like pull it in against the rushing river water, but you're able to close the close the top one, and then you close the submarine. And you are in a good spot. And then I turn. I'm like, "Hey, I got him." <laughs> you got this guy alone in the room. What do you do? I'm telling him to take us up, take use the submarine to get us to shore. Uh, and I will also remind everyone that there were uh, those creatures chilling outside. Yes, but I also have threatened death by suicide. For all of us in here, if he doesn't do as I say, so. As you guys are taking the submarine, he reluctantly starts to go. And you are beginning the long journey back. The submarine has a maximum speed of two miles per hour. I have all the time in the world. It is slow going, so so you're going. We're going to be bonding here for a while. What are you guys, are you guys discussing anything on your route? I'm going to ask him, I'm like, so what were you planning on doing with this fancy little rock that apparently you and Giat had set up to cheat about? I was told it was just a gift from an interested benefactor. What interested benefactor? They didn't tell me. Can I insight check him? Absolutely. I don't know shit, because I got seven. It's tough to tell. Anyone else want to try? Yeah, I'll give it a shot, too. Uh, 17. Uh, that's bullshit. He's lying through okay, his teeth. Okay, well, I can tell that you're lying. Sir, you've already tried to fuck me once this night. My nice evening, I'm just trying to do a nice high-stakes game a chance mm-hmm. so if you're gonna try to fuck me <laughs> the least you can do is be nice enough to tell me why you needed this thing because we know it's bullshit that you're lying to us yeah you're not really in the position to be lying to us right now again he cowers under the pressure he's like okay 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 listen i was just i was trying to move up i you know trying to oppress lord slarkethel and as he says it 
he stops mid-sentence and his eyes roll back in terror. The three of you look out through the looking glass of the submarine and you can see in the dark of the night river this kind of swirling green cloud start to manifest mid-sentence. You see this kind of like apparition of teeth and of oh, a, no. of a uh, some sort of long wriggling something in the cloud and there is a pulse that kind of washes past you all simultaneously uh lord orville drops to his knees his body kind of like stiff and like twitching and streaks of blood start to pool from his eyes and nose as he gasps he tightens up and then falls to the side dead hemorrhaging he had one of those spells that made him so he couldn't say things kind of like what's his face kagak probably What is right. okay? Well, what's what's that thing in the distance? As he dies, <laughs> to see this like greenish cloud. Um, Jenny, mm-hmm. give me a history or nature check. Because you were the only one who would know this. That's a that's an eighteen. Eighteen. This is a sort of illusion or vestigial appearance of a kraken. Mm-hmm. And it dissipates as the the uh, the black ray, the submarine you're currently piloting, starts to slowly drift to the side. As you all simultaneously realize, no one's driving this thing anymore, mm-hmm. and it is now slowly careening towards the side of the river. Let's, oh boy! Let's grab the let's grab this wheel. Uh, yeah, I love. Um, now, okay. now, if I remember correctly. I think one person in the party is proficient with vehicles. I am proficient with vehicles. <laughs> I believe I am as well. We both are proficient with vehicles. Hell yeah. Oh, mine's only oh, mine's only land vehicles. Land so vehicles. Yeah. Uh. Land vehicles is really narrow. I'll say it's proficient with vehicles in general. You're you're good with okay. machines. All right. I will yeah, get, yeah, true. We both we both are, but I will hand it to Hawari because I'm like, that's fine. Take it. Okay. All right. Hawari takes the controls. Give me, hmm, what kind of check would this be to make this thing work? Let's call it, let's do an intelligence check with your proficiency modifier. Sixteen. Hell yeah, you take a look at these controls and they seem simple enough to you. You're able to kind of get your hands on it. And it doesn't take you too long to figure out how to get this thing going and save the ship before it crashes into the riverbank. Good for something, finally. (laughs) (laughs) You've now got control of the submarine. Where do you want to take it? Well, we... I'm assuming we're going back to base. Yes. Do we... Mm, But do we know how to do that through submarine travel? (laughs) I'm sorry? I said, but the problem is, do we know how to get there through submarine travel? Well, the other question is, um, can any of us sense if, like, there's any sort of, like, way for someone to track us? Does Orville have anything on him? 
Well, why don't we just like why don't we just get to the surface like near Yartar and then just go from there? We can just abandon this. That's submarine. what I was thinking. Like we can just go to the surface there and then we can figure it out from there just in case like anyone is kind of like tracking the submarine or whatever. We don't lead them straight to where we're based. Yeah, let's just go to Yartar and then go from there. Okay. Alrighty. It takes the team a few hours. Um, the Sahuagin try to attack the sides of the submarine, but their weapons aren't really designed to sink it. And before long, they give up and flee, uh, deciding it's not worth the trouble, now that it's already been taken. Um, How would they know it was taken? I could see in. Oh. Um, they close all the window shades. Yeah. <laughs> Just put a big curtain up. <laughs> like we, you, we're, yes, like, we are Lord Orville. <laughs> When you arrive to port at Yartar, it's easy enough to find an empty dock to surface at. Um, what do you do with Orville's corpse and the submarine? Sink it. How? Sink it. Yeah. Open up the hatch. <laughs> you just, just, open, just let it sink? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Or The team gets back, back to Yartar. I, feel, I imagine that you all get up on the dock. And then once the last one of you is there, you just all just kind of push the submarine back under the water so that the water can pour in, and it slowly sinks it, taking it down to the bottom of the dock. Or to the bottom like, of the this, river yard. This never happened. <laughs> it definitely never happened. I've nope. seen more death with you two than I normally do. <laughs> and I'm just saying, the common denominator here, I'm just, it's just an observation. I've seen a lot of death in my life, Miss Jewel Shard. You're only like a lot. my point, then. Like, a lot of death in my life, so, like, it doesn't phase me anymore at all. I was built to be prepared for it, yeah. as it may be a part of our mission, so, yeah, it's kind of in my hardware. <laughs> Jenny just, like, I'm Poor just gonna, Jenny. like, sit at the edge of the dock for a little bit. Uh, are you okay? I'll be fine. Do you, we, we're going to be back soon. We can take a break. I know this is very psychologically uh, difficult. To for be a fair, being. we did not kill him. A spell did that we did not cast. That, we actually true. didn't kill anyone. We didn't actually kill anyone this time. Yeah, that's but true. everyone around us seems to kind of die. Well, they are, um, as you on the surface say, the bad guys. <laughs> I just... I just want to think about this image of all of us, like, on the dock in, like, our soaking wet, like, fancy clothes, just, like, trying to comfort Jenny, who just has, like, a thousand-yard stare. And we're all like, it's not that bad. Yeah. We're all like, it's not that bad. It's okay. I very, 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 very awkwardly and cautiously kind of just barely rest my hand on her shoulder. And I'm like, death is inevitable. <laughs> and that's okay, I think. Belle, you're making some progressive steps, but you're not helping. I'm, Jenny, at this point, is just like weeping into her hands. <laughs> Jenny, we'll go back and we'll make you a nice cup of hot cocoa or something. Don't cry. I would love some hot people cocoa. Will find, people will find that as a weakness if you cry, so let's... Jenny, what's, like, your favorite drink-slash-like snack combo? Clam juice. Clamato juice. Okay. <laughs> Clamato juice? We got some money. You know, we could we could pick up some Clamato juice here in Yartar and bring it home. 
That sounds delightful. All right, let's do that. With some delectable clamato juice? Clam clam and tomato juice? Clamato juice, maybe? Clamato? I I personally think it sounds disgusting, but I say nothing. (laughs) With some of Yartar's finest clamato juice in tow, the team make their way back to the Harper safe house. Uh unfollowed and safe with another one of the ironstones in touch the late lord orville unable to touch the ironstone was unable to successfully transfer the data psychically to the kraken slarkethel underneath the sea we did pretty good this time it was a very successful mission team Wow, we're finally learning how to be secret agents. Thanks for listening to this episode of 20-Sided Spies. We hope this mission report has proved useful. Further reports become available every other Tuesday, so stay tuned. If you need further information, including other mission logs, agent profiles, and more, infiltrate our website at spiescast.com and find us on Twitter at 20sidedspy. And please, before you go, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. It really helps us grow, and we appreciate it a lot. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.